SuperValue now have more online slots than ever before. Shop now at supervalue.ie. Collect your weekly shop with our contactless collection service. At SuperValue, we're there for you. Friday lovers. It's Friday for lovers of Friday and Friday for non-lovers of Friday. It's a Friday for everyone in the whole world. Even me? Even you, Zane, with no strong opinion either way. It's true. <laughs> I don't have strong opinions about Friday anymore because I work for myself now. Hooray! Take that, nine to five corporate <laughs> pig dogs. I've lost complete track of any day of the week in the last couple of months. It's true, because we uh, we took a little bit of a break because COVID meant we weren't allowed to get in the same room together. <laughs> mm. That's a good thing it saved all those lives, potentially, asterisk, wink. Potentially, asterisk, <laughs> wink. You heard it here first, and we shan't be talking any more about COVID because everyone's complained enough. Indeed, this is Glass of Wine. If you are unfamiliar with the show, what we do is we review a glass of wine in our own particular way which is not professionally at all we smell it we taste it we imagine it and then we move on now that's exactly what the professionals do but our jargon is far less sophisticated mm. that's Glass. where the, that's where the distinction is <laughs> and then uh, once we've rendered our opinions on that we let loose with the opinions that are firing in our hearts and tempting us to do harm upon the world but we will refrain because we're good people but what if i have achieved Total self-realisation. <laughs> enlightenment. And yeah, I just don't feel anger anymore. You've achieved enlightenment. <laughs> then you are shown the door and given a party hat and a congratulatory card. Congratulations, oh. you win life. <laughs> I may now leave my apartment. But you will be welcome back as soon as the earth-shattering reality of the outside world... As soon as they interact with a crumbles. person. Yeah. <laughs> no, as, I understand. As soon but as we you have come guests. to your senses and forsake enlightenment, that's right. We sans Gina because she has been taken away to North Queensland for a, 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 just a moment or two, but we have not one, but two replacements. Ooh. To my left. What is your name? <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like a grand introduction of some kind and all I got this, was silence. This so is glass you. of wine. <laughs> it's like, I'm pointing at you. Your turn to talk now. Talk, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Serena. Um, that's it. That's my name. You're Serena. I'm and Serena. you have a podcast on the network I called do. Love Stranger. I do. Uh, episode one was... Ros released. Was released uh, last week. Episode two is coming out soon. Um, it's a grand time. I do very little talking. So um, this is going to be... Enjoy it while you can. I mm. So I'm just... Uh, yeah. Oh, today's, a, today's rambling day. It's a push me. button podcast, is it? What? No, her guests do lots of talking. Oh, my guests do lots of talking. That's brilliant. I, yeah, right? I sit and I listen. All the credit to, and none of the effort. I know. I sit and I just listen to people telling me beautiful stories. And then and then I get to do the cool like, hello, welcome to the podcast at the beginning. It's great. And <laughs> in the other chair is our friend of the show. Maddie Hannibal Butler from Delicious White Sandwich. Oh, that's right. If you were to pair that with a chord, which chord would that be? I was tempted uh, to harmonise. <laughs> you held it for a little while. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. I think you could just get any sheet of a sea shanty 
And like the first note of a sea shanty is probably the, the note. I would guess okay. an A. An A? Mm. Oh, interesting. Don't I guessed an F. Do you want to pitch it? Uh, we can do a, 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 a choir. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's enough of that. We are not a singing podcast. We are a wine podcast. I was good. <laughs> the two go hand in hand, Zane. I am Andy Schossler. Across from me is, of course, Zane Webber. Two voices that you regularly hear but haven't for the last couple of months. But you will hear now forever. Forever and that's ever. Right. This will never happen again. And we are drinking wine. We okay. have. <laughs> we have a delightful Australian Shiraz from uh, Tertini. But... Tertini, they don't grow their own grapes. <gasps> How dare they? They're based in, I believe, South Australia. Uh, but the, the fruit is from New South Wales. Grown oh. up high to capture all that lovely fruitiness. Hmm. Does altitude impart fruitiness? Uh, just like any other plant, um, certain varietals of grape will respond better to certain climates. Perhaps that is why I'm drawn to mountains. Mm. I was recently watching a, a wonderful documentary about potatoes. I know. Exciting mm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the <laughs> the, <laughs> the it's Mayans... Like, it's like the Simpsons quote. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayans were crazy good with um, uh, trialling different altitudes and different sunlight positions for, for, their, for their crops. Uh, so they would pair corn, beans, potatoes and uh, squash and all these all these other wonderful South American things that have just become worldwide cuisine in the last 500 oh. years. But they pioneered uh, uh, making the potatoes so versatile that there's virtually nowhere on earth uh, apart from Antarctica where potatoes will not flourish or some variety of potato will not flourish. You know you can grow potatoes in a bucket? Oh yeah. And they, they really and are. I do. Low maintenance. <laughs> I'm, 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 moving. Growing, I'm growing a potato right now. <laughs> I'm moving house soon and I'm looking into like ways to grow food at home. Okay. And I was like, cool, soil, potato, bucket, food. Great, let's go. I'm in. Yeah, potatoes are so undemanding. Of, mm. of, uh, in fact, you could neglect them and they will just thrive with that. And then you have guests over and it's like, can I interest you in some neglected bucket, bucket <laughs> potato? <laughs> you will be surprised how little effort I put into it. <laughs> mm, I can taste the... <laughs> ah, but look at how sustainable I am. This is, this is the browning point section. <laughs> so everybody, please have a, have a taste and tell me what you, what you think of this. It smells very, very sharp. Due to frightening muscle memory, I, abs- I absently took a taste without realising it before. That's all right. <laughs> this, is, this is the magic of, of radio podcast land where if you don't see it, it didn't happen. <laughs> you know, when you said altitude, I kind of went, yeah, I can like taste the cold. Ah, nice. Okay. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know it if altitude. It might just be that we're a bit chilly. No, it's no, definitely the altitude. Definitely the wine. Yeah, <laughs> definitely the al- the okay, yeah I can taste I the can altitude. Taste the altitude. Um, I can taste the cherry in it and the red fruit, and it doesn't. It smells sharp, but it doesn't have like the um, the tobacco aftertaste that sometimes that smell. No, and it doesn't have that pepperiness that Shiraz sometimes has. It's, no, it's no. quite smooth. For this a Shiraz. is very easy to drink. Oh yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, yeah. I would happily have a few glasses of this in mm. quick succession. Yeah. A lovely mild tang. 
And you say we don't use sophisticated language. I say we use accessible language because <laughs> no. I could say something like mild tannin, but I won't. I, I didn't for a second uh, mean to imply that professional sommeliers are in any way uh, to be admired for what they, <laughs> for what they the bring. spirit. <laughs> this is a podcast for the lay people. Yeah, mm. Exactly right. Shall we play a game? Yes. Let us. Would we like to... Uh, uh, play the play the food game. What what would you what would, what you, would you serve alongside this? Snow, <laughs> just snow. <laughs> That's it. Just the raw brutality of nature. And what snow. you get is a glass of wine and a bucket of ice. Look, I, uh, I have no defence. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm feeling. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with the cold theme, like. I'm vegetarian, but I'm going to imagine like I used to eat meat. Uh, I want to say prawns. I okay. want to say prawns could go with this. Um, like usually I'd pair a white wine with white meat, but I feel like this could potentially go with seafood. It's um, interesting that you say that because I immediately went to salmon huh. or some sort of baked fish, mm. which is like, yeah, usually a red wine doesn't go with seafood. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I went to in my head. On a mountain, of course. On a mountain. Served on course, snow. Yeah. Snow. <laughs> yeah. Baked fish served on snow. <laughs> is, this a, is this a plate that you're hanging around your neck? Because you've, you've got your wine in one hand, your ball of snow in the other. Oh, you, no, yeah. So you throw the snow down and then put the baked fish on top of it. Oh, I see. And it's a race to see whether you can eat the hot fish before it becomes freezing cold. Potentially ah. it could be like mm. a... You're in a cabin in winter, so it's snow outside, and then you're having hot food fire inside. Mm. I don't know. I just Ooh, I like that combination. Really like white winter vibes. Yeah. That's really, all I got. I trademark that. That's a good one. White winter vibes. <laughs> I like white winter vibes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not sold on this whole shelter from nature thing. <laughs> you just. <laughs> Just a, well, you a can raw just, man of exposure. You, you can give build it an igloo, I guess. <laughs> it's technically nature. <laughs> well, so is so is wood. If you're building a log cabin, you know. Uh, yeah, but oh, in geez. fact, if you if you played the long game, you could grow a forest and periodically alter the the, uh, mm. the topographical feature of the forest will become. Oh, I just I just, I still don't want shelter. Stop trying to make me get a shelter. <laughs> All right, you're walking through the wilderness. That's where we're gonna That's place you. Right. I'll stay in my nice log cabin, and uh, when you knock on the door when it's freezing, I will not let you inside. Yeah. I regret I really all of my choices. <laughs> Thank you. So are you are you are you reaching for some sort of raw root vegetable or a leg of something? No, no, it's still cooked. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh I see. I <laughs> I think I just want to keep walking on the move. So I've got a very portable. Uh, so I've got canned spaghetti in a toasted sandwich, and I'm just on the move. Uh, so you're pairing it. this wine with canned spaghetti in a toasted sandwich. That's it. That's hey. what, that's what I'm doing. Uh, the, <laughs> He's the wine big to pair Zane. with your jaffles. <laughs> Yep, that's yep. the word. Jaffles. Matt, you have no idea how much I want to say you are the closest <laughs> of all because of Because he's mentioned pasta. Was that, was that spaghetti? <laughs> well, just the idea that of, of mention of prawns and, and smoked salmon, and no, you are closer with canned spaghetti. <laughs> yes. But you're not. You're all wrong. Oh. No, actually, it's not true. I mean, they, 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 they suggest, uh, Shiraz, something... Uh, uh, Something with a with a glossy gravy, something very very thick and wintry oh, okay, and, and yeah. hearty, uh, and 
they just basically list off every red meat, uh, <laughs> lamb, <laughs> uh, beef, barbecued chicken, uh, roasted duck, grilled uh, vegetables, mushrooms. Oh, um, mushrooms actually, yeah. Mushrooms would go well. Actually, uh, see, I don't want, I don't want to roast with this. I think like in like a like a, a cold potato salad would be I great f- with this. I feel well. like if you made this into a red wine sauce, that could go nice mm. over. Meat? I sure, I would never do I don't want to advocate for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think there's any wrong answer. If you feel like, yeah, I, I want some seafood with this, that, that's that's not wrong because... Don't get me wrong. I never want seafood. No, that's... that's especially with this. But that's where my head went. <laughs> but, I, but I think it being colder, you know, a, a hearty stew would certainly... Already sounds pretty good, so mm. it doesn't really matter what mm. wine you have along with it. It'd be fine. Oh. So my jaffle's okay. It's approved. <laughs> Your jaffle. Oh, as long as your <laughs> spaghetti sandwich is hearty, <laughs> then you're and, sweet. And soaked in gravy. <laughs> I have not right. had a, I have not had a jaffle since I was a child. Oh man, they bring it back. No, and and, and, I know, and every time somebody mentions it, I, I my eyes light up because I can think of nothing but just this golden age of cuisine that I, that <laughs> I was I was alerted to. Oh my, you can put anything in there. <laughs> Jaffles. You can put uh, other meals between yeah. two bits of bread and it's, and it's a new meal. My grandma used to do um, apple in sandwiches. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Have just, you ever tried Vegemite and apple slices? I hate Vegemite with a passion. It's very good. Mm. Vegemite and apple slices? Vegemite and apple slices. Try it. Okay. Apple and cheese. Apple yeah, and yep, cheese absolutely. in a sandwich. I had apple thyme mixed into a sauce Ooh. with the cheese, and that was exceptional. I don't know what it is about cooked apple, but I can't do it. Is I it can't because it's sludgy? It. I don't know. Like, raw apple is great, but like a cooked apple, like an apple strudel, I would love to love apple strudel, yeah. but I just don't. It's just mm. not a thing. So um, even apple pie. You don't, you apple don't pie, enjoy. no. Really? It's growing on me. I did have like an apple, pineapple, strudely thing. Okay. But that was in like Thailand. So okay. I don't know if I can find that in Australia. Um, I'm yeah. certain that apple, pineapple, strudel exists in places other than Thailand. I I would think so too, but I just just cooked apple. I just I just don't want to. I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Anyway, I'm, I'm kind of halfway with you there. I I quite like red apples, mm. and specifically red delicious apples. But I don't really like them cooked. Yeah, Granny Smith. However, I don't like raw, but cooked they taste better than any other mm. apple. Mm. I'm a bit of an apple slut. I just like apples. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a particular quote uh, of the day. I'm a bit of an apple slut. I'm a little bit of an apple <laughs> slut. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take any apple anytime, <laughs> however many times they want. Whole bag of apples. Why yeah. not? Cooked, I'm, uncooked, I'm, half cooked. <laughs> I'm with you in outside. a strudel outside of yeah. a strudel. Yeah. That's why I'll never go to New York City because I just know I'll be disappointed. Uh-huh. There is a uh-huh. remarkable lack of both. Apples and fruit carts in New York City, but a hot dog. Oh, get that, get that yeah. literally everywhere. <laughs> to be fair, they did have a lot of uh, like uh, Jewish traditional Jewish food in like streetcars. Loved it. That's cool. There's like just like potato dumplings on the side of the street. Sure, That's why beautiful. not? Yeah, <laughs> but no big apples. No big apples. Why not call it the big hot dog then? <laughs> I think you know why. I think you know why, Matthew. (laughs) It's accurate. (laughs) So this wine was brought to us by Good Pear Days, our sponsor for this episode. One of our sponsors for this episode, I should say. Um, And if you go to their website, 
you can sign up for monthly wine adventures and we think that you should adventures mm. I do it and it's a fantastic service not only do you get lovely wine I've never had a bad bottle uh, from them and you get to take their fun quiz to figure out what wines you would like oh and if you don't trust their algorithm, just go and shop for yourself. They have an amazing international range, which uh, I'm completely astounds me all the time. Absolutely. There's and if you use our code glass of wine, wine with an H at checkout, you get $25 off your first order. And if you use that $25 to add a, a, a fourth bottle, fourth bottle on there, you'll get a free delivery. So it's like an extra bottle and free delivery. Pretty good deal. It's an excellent deal. Just for putting in some letters as you check out. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. <laughs> and now, we have two guests. I don't know who to throw to first for a wine. Uh, okay, well, Serena's very I think, excited. Yes. I think a lady's first situation yes. is... You're goddamn right. <laughs> <laughs> What's on your mind, Serena? Let me complain. <laughs> uh... I want to preface by saying that I made a, a quite a long list of things that pissed me off, which Good. was actually a really healthy experience for yeah. me. Um, I'll, I'll settle in. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll only say one, but um, yeah, I'm quite a quite a patient person when it comes to things to whine about because I like to go through the whole. No, it's fine. Just accept things as they are and move forward with life. Um, so this was really good for me to be like, you know what? Actually, no, this does piss me off. You know what? Yeah, fuck that. You know, it was really good for me. Um, I want to complain about casual jobs. Um, Casual jobs. Casual jobs. Uh, Formal jobs only. What? (laughs) <laughs> like waiters where they wear tuxedos, I assume. Or spies. Those are the two jobs that you're <laughs> fine with. spies. You know, I always wanted to be a Made spy. Made always wear tuxedos. That's true. This has nothing to do with tuxedos, but okay. <laughs> I'd love to wear it. I've never worn a tuxedo. Um, so you could wear a tuxedo. Yeah, I think I could pull Ironically, spies could not wear tuxedos often because it's very conspicuous. But where they're going, it's not very conspicuous. Depends where the mission is. What if it's a tuxedo factory? Well, then it's fine. Well, no, actually, no. Because <laughs> no, then they've already got a tuxedo and then they don't have a reason to go to the tuxedo factory. Well, a tuxedo showroom factory. Yeah. Okay, what, what, if, yeah. <laughs> what if they work the at a tailor's? Tuxedo. tuxedo. It's one of those words when you say it on repeat and it kind of loses its meaning. I don't even know what a tuxedo is. Tuxedo. Doesn't it sound funny? Tuxedo. Anyway, um... So, uh, before this whole like COVID thing happened, right? Mm. Uh, I had moved suburb, um, and I was planning on changing jobs. Um, and this was before everyone lost all their jobs and everything. I was already, already planning on changing jobs. As in changing industries, or just the company that you work for, but still doing the same thing? Uh, completely different company. Okay. Was just doing the whole like walk into shops and be like, "Hey, are you hiring? Here's my resume. Blah blah blah. Okay. I'm so amazing." Um, and I was consistently asked. So originally my plan was to actually move out of Australia in, in June uh, and go traveling for a couple of months and then move to New Zealand. That was my original mm-hmm. okay. original plan with my partner because he's American, blah, 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 visa things, whatever. Um, so I was only planning on being in this area for about three months, right? And then I was planning on traveling. And I handed in my resume, was like, I look great. I'm like holding myself well, blah, blah, blah. Like, look at all this experience I've got. I'm like great with like customer interaction-y things, whatever. Um, and I was consistently asked, are you traveling in the next six months? Are you, um, what's your experience in this part? Do you have this, do you have this, whatever? But 
I then like got through uh, with one or two places to the next round of like an interview or whatever. And then they were saying like, cool, so like what are your plans for the next year? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there like half bullshitting without actually <laughs> lying, kind of like I needed a fucking job. Um, I plan I'm just, on oh, working for as long as I possibly can. I was just <laughs> so, oh my God. I was so pissed off because like, I have moved around a lot in the last um, like year or two, like mm. to the north side of Brisbane, the south side of Brisbane. So I've changed jobs quite a bit. So I've only okay. stayed in a job for about six months to eight months. And do you have all that on your on your resume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so they looked at my resume and I was like, I know that I'm a perfect fit for your job. This chick who was sitting across from me interviewing me was literally like, yeah, I saw you walk up to the counter and I was like, I would hire her on the spot. And I was like, well, then fucking hire me. Like, <laughs> what's if the that is within your power, why then, have you not? Oh. Here we are. And then, and then her, her mother walked in and they were beautiful people, right? I'm sitting across them and I'm like, I love this cafe. Like everything is a tick box so far. Um, and then, you know, they would... They were half guilt tripping me, like, oh, you know, if we hire someone, it costs us like six hundred dollars to train them up, blah 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 blah. So we just want to make sure that you're not gonna like leave in a couple of months, blah blah. And I'm like, okay, so the contract, if I was to sign a contract in the first place, is a casual job, right? The nature of a casual job is that you can leave whenever the fuck you want. Well, like, what? no, what? no, you don't, you don't understand. I'm, I'm. What do you mean I don't understand? I'm, 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 I'm investing <laughs> money in an employee, and I, then they owe the time to me even though I'm claiming that I can get rid of them at any well, time see, this that is the, I want. This is the yeah. thing. I want all the perks and none of the responsibility. Well, yeah, I get that. I get that. And the fact that they were so lovely as well, I was like, I feel guilted to not want to pursue this job. That's how they just you. you know, and I'm like, well, if you want people to stay for a certain period of time, offer a part-time job, offer a full-time job. Like, don't yeah. offer a fucking casual job. Yeah. Pisses me off, you know? Like, hey, travelling, you don't have any right to ask that. Or like, it's actually illegal for employers, or not illegal. I don't think it's legal. I think it's just uh, they're not allowed to, I don't know, but they're not allowed to ask your age. And people kept asking me, how old are you? And I was like, I have to answer you. Otherwise, like the whole power dynamic when you're yeah. applying for jobs is so fucked up. I'm really passionate about this. Cool. Yep. Good. <laughs> I'm going to drink some wine That's now. what it's all about. Let it yeah. out. I th- they I were th- lovely though. I just, yeah. if, they, if they hear this, you're really lovely. I, you, just, you pissed me off. That's all. Cool. <laughs> anyway. it's, it's not... The way the way everything is, is is regulated, the language that you use, the things that you can and can't say, mm. it's it's a it's it's a time bomb. It's a minefield. On, a minefield mm. depending yes. on who you're you're talking to. And okay, you you you, you took it in good stride, and okay, you. I was saved by COVID, honestly. <laughs> like I would have left them in three months, and like I had done the trial shift, I fucking smashed it. I was like running the entire floor of yeah. this cafe. I was like, yeah, I know what this pizza fucking is. Like hire me. Like let's go. But, um, but you're absolutely right. In only offering a casual job, that was the risk that they were willing to take. Yeah, and they have to take the. They have to yeah. wear the consequences for that. Yeah, but, but then the thing is, like, if you then leave after a certain amount of time, you're not contractually obligated. That's the whole to point of the. Oh. That's, that's right. That, that's the whole point of the arrangement. And I know people. I mean, employees who don't know any better or don't think about it in the way that they that you have at least can be guilted into it and mm. can be can be. Yeah, what know, they what they can't achieve through the law, they can achieve through. Good old guilt. Yeah, which yeah. is which yeah. is the way the world really works. You can have all the laws you like, but look, you're I'm still just complaining about the way of the world <laughs> right now. Aren't I? Oh my god, you're, st- you're still dealing with people, and I think the, the whole classification of 
jobs in the first place as either full-time, part-time or casual is a bit of bullshit to, to begin with. Ooh, what's that about? How so? I work as a, as a bus driver. Cool. Right. I've so, met some great bus drivers. <laughs> <laughs> so bus drivers typically are employed as a casual, mm. right? The hours may be, may be full-time, which mine certainly were. Yeah. But technically you're a casual because um, the company I work for is, is quite small, so they rely on a lot of charter work mm-hmm. and the hours are all over the place. Mm. There's no consistent clients. There are no consistent times I could be called to do uh, a long-distance trip out tomorrow and, you know, the same time next week I could be doing, you know, a, a little three-hour, you know, school trip for sports or something. Mm. So be, being classed as a casual gives the employer that that flexibility of not, you know, owing me a certain number of hours for the week and, you know, complicating you know, hours being banked and such. They just yeah. they, they pay me for what I work. So if I work 70 hours one week, that's they, they pay me for that. And yep. if I work 20 hours the next week, so, so be it. But because of this whole COVID thing and the, and the JobKeeper rubbish, I haven't been working with uh, with this guy for 12 months so I don't qualify yeah I had worked at my previous I had previously worked for 11 months at my casual job whereas his marketing guy that he hired just two weeks before the lockdown started He's he's a part time and he gets oh that's a blow. So yeah, so I've had to go through the the job seeker system where I have to report my my uh, my wife's uh, income as well and you know constantly reporting. Grants my gears. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and and all because of that classification of what a a casual is. Yeah, which is Mm. kind of rubbish. You know, yeah. I, I, I work for someone and this is the arrangement I have. Why does it need to be classified in a particular way? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. F that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Rebel. <laughs> Revolution. <laughs> how, how, how dare I have a job? Um, oh, I hate earning income, you know? <laughs> this is the thing. It's like I feel guilty about complaining oh, because so I, many people don't have a job, you know? If and only like, there was oh. a system, a communal system that took care of everybody. No, no. <laughs> what, if, what if we acted like a community? I don't no, know. No, this is dirty. <laughs> how dare we not box people in? What if, what if what we if? just overthrew? The government. <laughs> she is Zane. She is. Oh, we'll listen back and, and re- remember either fondly or, or horribly that this is where it all started. Yeah, or, or in years time when I'm king of Tasmania and the rest of Australia is war torn with civil war. Uh, oh gosh, I hope that happens. I have two more things to complain about about the whole casual job thing. Okay, May well, I- you have you have a few minutes to go. Oh fuck! All right. <laughs> Um, Don't worry, you'll be back on the next episode, so you, you can wedge some complaints in All there. right, so I have worked at previous... Oh, everyone is drinking while I'm talking. This is great. I have worked at previous casual jobs um, where... Uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to talk about those two things. I'm just going to talk about... <laughs> I'm just going to talk about that. Cut straight to the chase. So much to complain about. Okay. Um, <laughs> preface, I'm so sorry if anyone I've ever worked with is listening to this. Okay, No, but, they deserved it. Okay, they deserve... You know what? Fuck you all. Yeah, yep. cool. All right. So um, when you're working in a casual job, right, mm-hmm. there's this like kind of weird uh, thing when you start a new casual job and everyone's kind of got their like social ke- cohesion like kind of in place and you kind of enter this new job and you're like the new kid and you're trying to find your way through the like social ranks of the workplace mm. but it's just like you know a kitchen or like you're just out the back just hanging out drinking some fucking tea or whatever I don't know um, but at most of my casual jobs I found that there's this like 
power vacuum and you move in and you take over yeah, and everyone starts no. reporting to you. No, people <laughs> confide time. in you in all of their relationship problems or not oh. in you but other co-workers and you overhear all of this really personal shit and it's like, look, I'm just here to make burgers, bitch. Yeah. Like, can you fuck off? Like, I don't <laughs> want to hear about this. I'm sorry. Like, it just... Uh, anyway, that pisses me off. It's happened at many previous casual jobs. Um, and I would like to advocate for more personal boundaries in <laughs> casual job spaces. The end. Personal ban. I mean, personal boundaries in just in general. I think maybe yeah, keep mm. it in your chest, everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just just really <laughs> bottle it in. <laughs> bottle it up until the, until the war comes. Oh, then you can let it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, that well, gonna be that's good. all. That's Before we wrap up. I want to take a moment out to tell you about our new wine sponsor. <gasps> Huzzah! Yes, uh, we are now sponsored not only by Good Pair Days, but also by Naked Wines. And Naked Wines give you direct access to over 55 of Australia and New Zealand's best winemakers. Ooh. So they're specifically Australian and New Zealand based. They are very good. Uh, I so have used them. The way that they work is they believe in connecting the wine drinkers directly to the winemakers because it's better for everyone. Uh, talented independent winemakers get the support and funding they need to make the best wine they've ever made and wine drinkers who support them get exclusive access to those wines at discounted prices so Naked Wines invests in the winemaking process up front and then they get the wine to give to the people who gave them the money to support the wine in the first place Interesting. Yeah, so the mission is to change the way the whole wine industry works for the benefit of both wine drinkers and winemakers. And anyone can order from Naked's almost all Australian online range. But the best value kicks in when you sign up to be an angel, which I have. Um, the members who top up their accounts with $40 a month to create a stash to, to spend on wine when they feel like it. The top up helps fund winemakers who work with Naked in return. Angels get to buy at much lower prices. They also send you the wine in boxes and the boxes say drink naked. So that's, they do. That's, that's a bonus. <laughs> that's and you know, when I read something on a box, I automatically have to follow the instructions. That's, yep. Them's the rules. Yep. And, and old Maddie from Delicious Words sandwich here if you order a book from book depository you get a voucher for naked wines this is true oh, yeah. mm -hmm. it's like a hundred dollars off that's right yeah. well speaking of if you want to check them out use the code wine w-h-i-n-e and the password podcast or go to nakedwines.com.au forward slash wine for a 100 dollars voucher yes. for anywhere that's the, the jazz yes. <laughs> yeah so that's 100 dollars off your first order so that is a lot of wine that you can get through wine. through naked wines mm -hmm. Um, and I highly recommend them. I have, I've been consuming a little bit of their wine. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to lie. I, I have a fair bit of it. So look forward to us featuring some of their wines in upcoming podcasts. And to Erosia Zane. Erosia yes. Zane. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I will say that it's mostly been whites because, you know, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> On that note, thank you very much for sitting in a microphone today, Matthew. Thank you very much and also support communism. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thank you very much for coming and complaining, Serena. Wow. And our audience can find you at Love Stranger. Love, comma, space, stranger. That's Ooh. the one. Uh, we are on Facebook. It's just me, but I say we I don't know that's fine uh, your guests are there my guests are there it's a plural uh, so yeah on Facebook on all, all iTunes and the, Spotify and all Stitcher all those good things all of them all of them that's go rate review and subscribe please thank and you and thank you once again Andy 
Oh, Zane, it's a pleasure. Thank you. We'll be back same time next week with more wine and whining. Until then, go visit Naked Wines and buy some wine. Bye. Hey there, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. It's Matt Young, and I want you to listen to the Story Chunder podcast. It's based on the live event where Brisbane storytellers tell true and sometimes embarrassing stories from their lives for the delight and approval of a live audience. So listen in to the Story Chunder podcast. I'll see you at the Chunder. Life admin. Yep. It even sounds boring. No wonder it goes in the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of August. Fair usage policy applies.